gamers. Hey, gamers. Uh, well, this was going to be very exciting. This was going to be really huge and very popular. And this is the this was going to be the big you know reveal of our new Twitch setup, so uh-huh. that we can co- you know blast content into your brain like uh, uh, one of those mushroom heads from Bloodborne. Is that what the, what the name of the enemy was? They were definitely not called mushroom heads. Um... <laughs> <laughs> or toads were they called toads uh no wait wait which ones are you talking about because there's several different guys in bloodborne that the are... lanterns they were lanterns oh they like the, the ones that shot the shine the lights on you and they had the yeah 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 i know which ones oh, you're talking the, about the lights that shine bright on uh yarnum instead of broadway that was the joke i was gonna go for yeah they're called mushroom tips you got it um <laughs> but uh Anyway, yeah, so our lawyers actually demanded that we do this this opening. Um, it's not yeah. a bit this time, but we had to do it publicly um, because uh, our they didn't trust us to actually upload our podcast. Yeah, we thought they thought they were going to cut this out if we just released this via RSS. And I'm not happy about what we're going to have to do right now. Yeah, me either. Um, I guess, uh, so, okay. We have had a long standing, uh, uh, complicated relationship with a former podcast called DOS Ratchet Boys. And two former people. Yeah. Former people. Maybe they're ghosts now. I'm not sure. Was it, what, what, what happened in the lore again? Didn't Ben Pack get possessed by one or something? Ben got possessed by both of the uh, DOS Ratchet Boys at one point (laughs) in time. I think they were both able to fit inside because he's tall. (laughs) Yes. And we sadly defeated them through some sort of dark mysticism or ancient power. I'm not sure what the bit or getting how. too long and we just kind of got tired of it. That kind of thing. Yes. We always are getting tired of things. And um, now we're going to get very tired of this. We were able to defeat ghosts and specters and spirits, but this time we were not able to defeat the legal system. No, because, really, uh, really goes to show just uh, how we need uh, tort reform <laughs> you said that like you knew what a tort was yeah i think so i think that's what this is about i think torts is about whenever, <laughs> whenever uh, dead people make you uh, say things on a show it ain't a delicious treat it ain't some chocolatey tort this is a, a shitty dark evil tort that uh, ruined our lives because we made a mistake folks we we took the plunge we took the challenge and frankly we lost yeah we um we we decided to play the the new Ratchet and Clank game, thinking, "Well, this must to be a own it." Of... Yeah, we were going to we do were... some irony on it. We were gonna uh... we were gonna go full angry video game nerd on it. What a load of ass! What the frick and frick? That kind of thing. Ah, you know. uh, this is worse. I'd rather have my uh, rift open in my butthole than play this game. Now that's some that's the kind of humor they used to have for the Ratchet and Clank games, and now they don't. Yeah. Yeah, now we were going to own the game so hard. We were going to physically destroy it. It would have been like a vase I smashed on the ground. Mm -hmm. And sadly enough, this became a a vase of beauty that Keats would have written of in the 18th century. This is an ode to a ratchet urn. (laughs) This and the urn, the ashes are within us because and the ashes are the best ratchet boys. Yeah, and the, <laughs> we are covered in their ashes, and we will not scatter them to the heartless sea. Because we were wrong. We will. I'll admit it. We were wrong. The new Ratchet and Clank is very good. I'm sorry. We, we fucked up. Um, I don't think we backed the wrong franchise, but we may. No, we it, may have gone on the wrong side of the war, and and that pisses me off and makes me sad. But I'm a I'm mad enough to admit my mistakes. 
And and I, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to take back the bad things I said about some of the Ratchet and Clank games. <laughs> I'm just saying this Listen, one's good. Yeah, I you know what? You know, I mean, uh all the other games are named after booty holes and farts and shits and stuff and like women's underwear. I was trying to I was famously trying to get them to do a pussy eating pun one, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. <laughs> Ratchet, you were hoping for a uh Telltale style ad- adventure game called uh uh ratchet and clank cunning linguists yeah 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 it was gonna be that was gonna be the um the the fucking uh the education the edutainment game <laughs> yeah yeah it would have been a typing tutor yeah with, um, with telltale style uh adventure elements this is a very long and complicated pitch to insomniac and uh and they were almost gonna go with it until they found out your prior statements about their series and what you felt about spyro yeah, yeah. Well, the the how I feel about Spyro is I said that uh, those dragons trapped in the statues was some sort of weird immobilization kink that they were forcing <laughs> on children. <laughs> oh my! God. And I didn't. And I didn't really much care for Hunter the sexy cheetah man. Yeah, you don't care for most hunters. No, uh, only Hunter I like Biden. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, anyway, I am mo- because... I am monitoring the chat. I'm the chat lord this time because we don't have a bot. Um, Banshee Net said, do you guys like the uh, sexy girl ratchet? Russ, you weigh in on this. Uh, uh, frankly, uh, if I if I didn't have the legal team breathing down my neck, I would totally say no. But yes. Yes. I do think she's sexy. Legally, I have to say she and, she's and powerful she's cooking and very good looking and, and powerful. I'm not and happy capable. that I have to say that she's a girl boss and she's gatekeeping. She and, is a girl boss. and gaslighting. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to, oops, uh, I'm going to real quick, I'm going to fix the chat bot, chat window in OBS because that's not working. But anyway, just to set things up, uh, the DOS Ratchet Boys final will before they died was that if we ever said anything nice about Ratchet and Clank, we'd have to apologize to them and everyone we've ever insulted ever. Uh-huh. So, so Alan, do you want to, do you want to apologize to anyone in specifically? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm sorry. Oh, first calling you yeah. a big nerd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, for insinuating it, it, you it, did it, those sex crimes, <laughs> which you may or may not we're have done. Sorry. We thought that it was cool. We, that you were lame for working with, uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane. Now we know it's cool and badass and awesome. Um, do I have to apologize? No, wait, hold on. I only ever made fun of Elon Musk on uh, the other podcast, so I don't have to apologize to him, I think. And that podcast is apolitical. Or is that one political? I think, as of now, it is not political. Bernie Sanders is president in that podcast. <laughs> that is true. But that's, like, apolitically. Like, we didn't think about it. No, We're no, no. We, we just thought it would be funny to execute the members <laughs> of uh, Shark Tank. And, uh, and we just like to borrow elements from reality. Listen, it's just, it's not, it's not political. It's just what we think the game design would be best for. for. <laughs> it's the podcast design. It's a podcast design. Um, We're, we, yes. by the way, our, our podcast is made by a multi, multicultural team of many different uh, ethnicities <laughs> and faiths. So you cannot be mad at us. Right. No, of course. We're doing the Ubisoft uh, method. Come on. Yes. Uh, let's see. That's why, uh, that's why the next episode of podcast is going to be about um, a virus that transfers through money. <laughs> or or an evil set of uh ratchet and clink or what would be a good non-specific parody name how can you change how can we wait but change what yeah how can we how how can we change uh 
uh, Ratchet and Clank to make it legally distinct so that we can't get sued. Well, see, I would normally say something like Rivet and Clank, but now they've already <laughs> knocked that one out of the way. So uh, now I have to and find we have another... to admit they're sexy legally. Yes. Jack and Daxter does not work bar music. No. Um, Jack and Daxter is also in Ratchet and Clank. He can pop up through a portal. Um, no! and that, that pisses me off. No! Um, and we uh, don't even get to see Chairman Praxis. <laughs> you love Chairman Praxis. My favorite person. You are always going off on Chair Chairman Praxis. Now, am I getting him confused with Chairman Dreck from uh from, <laughs> I think, from Ratchet uh, Clank? It might be Baron Praxis. A, you might be thinking of a character from the Avatar franchise. I'm I probably am. Yeah, actually. Um, Does somebody in the chat have anything to say about it? Oh, okay. Chairman, uh, that one guy. He's the he's like the Dune dude who lives uh, in the Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Baron Harkonnen. Is he the guy that we're thinking about? I think so. Listen, I only played. I I rented uh, Jack and Daxter two when I was a kid because I beat and played all of the first one, and I was so confused and like scared by by Jack and Daxter two. <laughs> they these aren't my friends. These are enemies. These guys are like they seem mad all the time. Like I don't I don't think they're oh. having fun. I used to just be hopping around collecting little little uh, goo gobs and doodads, and now <laughs> and now I'm going to always, ride around. Yeah, you always used to be fearful. Of, also, I want to quickly. I want to apologize to Daxter. I legally I have to apologize to Daxter for calling him for saying his game sucked and, that, and saying he did all those sex crimes. It's kind of a parallel to Neil deGrasse Tyson. That was kind of a bit of my call out, and I want to apologize about. And that. I also need to apologize to uh, to Dax Shepard. <laughs> The, uh, I need to apologize to the entire cast of Firefly. Uh, except for that one guy wrong. that became alt-right, whichever one that was. The Baldwin. The Baldwin. The one that's not really yes. a Baldwin. Is he Is he one of the fake Baldwins or is he a real one? He's. Are you saying there's like a, a, a bonus Jonas? Remember that? That was that was a thing people used to joke about, but then there was a real bonus Jonas and he was Ponyo, I think. <laughs> he was Ponyo. And Ponyo loves uh, podcasting. Yeah, it should be called uh, Podio. Uh, there are, are the lawyers done uh, making us say nice things about other uh, stuff? I, I can't think of anything else. Uh, anybody else we need to apologize to? Um, hmm, uh, ooh, let me see. Did I make fun of anybody? Um, do we, we don't uh, have to apologize to any pizza places, right? Uh, I think we do, actually. Because corporations are people now, too. That's true. I'm sorry for saying that Pizza Hut uh, tastes like a, a sponge soaked in grease. <laughs> and I want to apologize to SpongeBob for trying to eat him that one time. So. Uh, we did kill Dweegan at some point. That uh, Susan 19, you're right. We Wait, do we? which Dweegan did we kill? Because we definitely didn't kill Dweeganal. <laughs> he almost killed us. Yeah, Dweegman, no, Dweegman's still out there, and they're still our mortal enemies. They're like is our he, number is, wait, one. Is he back to going being Dweegman, or is he still, or is he Dweegnall still? I thought he went to Italy. <laughs> You're right, I forgot that he became Dr. Dweegnall. We have a lot of things, this is, maybe having a chat is a bad idea, because there are going to be things that people remember better than us. And, uh, the writers uh, of Watchmen, we do have to apologize to Damon Lindelof. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I think um, I would love to have a wife to give an egg to Damon. Yes. Um, I mean, he, he that's, got that. He got what he wanted. Kamala's president. 
his max out donations yeah. all went to the right place. Uh, I still think he would have preferred if Kamala turned blue. Well, he's trying to mail her eggs. Is I think what he's trying to do. <laughs> oh man! If David Lindelof was the egg, uh, the egg Jared Leto. Uh, okay. If Jared Leto was going to send you something in the mail, what would you what would you want it to be, Alan? Well, he couldn't send me a dead rat because I'd feed that to my snakes, and it would be an, it would be good <laughs> if he gave that to good. me. Yeah. So it had to be something bad. Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, what... I already know what it would be. What would it be? You know how there's kind of like a printed on decal of like uh, uh, on like a washing machine of the different settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if he's? Oh, what no. if Jared Leto scraped it off and sent you normal in the mail? And said, That's not a aesthetic anymore. <laughs> Fuck! It's you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is the most sick thing he could send to me. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fucked up, and I, uh, you know, and I also I want to apologize to Jared Leto. Um, you killed it in uh, Justice League, and you did. Um, you made a joke about sucking Batman's dick or giving him a reach around or something, <laughs> and it was and the it was one epic and badass. It was the one element of sexuality in all the entire movie. So, congrats! In the entire superhero industry, basically, yeah. Because you know it's not in Marvel anymore. Yeah, nobody in Marvel's allowed. I think they all. None of them are allowed to come anymore. Anybody that acts in a Marvel <laughs> movie, they're all current, they all have like Jarvis. chastity cages. <laughs> They, you're. It's kind of like, uh, like a Jujutsu Kaisen or a Hunter Hunter thing, where like the more you repress your sexuality, the more powerful you'll be. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so Iron Man's just like Jarvis, activate cock cage. I didn't put a adult content warning on Twitch here, so we're I'm, just saying things. It's fine. Yeah, this is journalism. Well, legally, yeah, and this is an illegally incentivized. And would would t- Amazon stand between? Uh, us and the law, you know, with all the DMCA's and stuff, they love you know legal stuff. They love it. Um, also, um, if, love you, it. if you if you if uh, you come within like a millisecond of you starting to jerk off, that's called a white flash. <laughs> okay, everybody, welcome to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is uh, uh, Alan Black. Welcome to the show, Alan. Welcome, gamers. Um, here, should I, I'll start the first video. Uh, this is a, this is Quillhead's talk shop personally. Um, oh, the, uh, Alan's avatar is right in the way of the little hedgehog guy. That's all right. I'll fix that. Um, okay. Let's yeah. Anyway, we'll fix that later. Uh, Alan, Ratchet and Clank rift apart. We liked it. It was good. Regrettably. It is good. I didn't expect that we would both like sit down and actually go and get all the collectibles on a Ratchet and Clank game in 2021. No, but it's dark. It's freaking twisted. If you ask me. Yeah, it's uh, fucked. What's your you favorite know, part of the game? Uh, I like, um, I like the freaking guns. I, uh, uh, um, uh, we're not in the legal section anymore, so I don't have to say rivet anymore and how I'm in love with her. No, no you can just say that normally. <laughs> okay. I'm in love with rivet. We yeah, she's I mean, my queen. You've always wanted you've always wanted a girl version of Ratchet though. <laughs> I, I remember going to Best Buy as a twelve year old at the at the game section on the PS2 and hounding the employees. Why isn't there a girl option? Why See, I did she the, real. I did the same thing, but with Gex because I wanted to be the sexy lady on the cover. Wait. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Alan, weren't you a Best Buy employee at some point? I was, yeah. 
in high I school. I think that's how we first met, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you were in high me. school when you were asking about this Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> well, I never stopped. I mean, but PS3 was out at that point, but I still kept it going. Yeah, that was the up your arsenal <laughs> days, I guess. I'm like, uh, if you don't get me a girl Ratchet, I'm going to put it up your arsenal. Yeah, and we're like, that doesn't really, that's not really threatening. That's the name of the t- game. It, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was a bit cheeky at the time, a little British, you know, mm. but yeah. Yeah, but you were deadlocked in that situation because uh, <laughs> they were not budging there. Remember that game yeah. where they became edgy and they were on a, there was, I think every, that was when they was, he was on a reality TV show where they killed people or something. Right, right. It was social commentary. And now we have to apologize to that game because they were kind of the first to call out, like, what if uh, uh, reality sh- TV got fucked up? Yeah, Running Man, run home. Get out of here. <laughs> right, there was no Taco Bell in Ratchet and Clank, but... You know That's what? Demolition Man. Uh, <laughs> well, like, I get them mixed up. They're both um, they're both good, is the thing. And and don't even get me started about the Bicentennial Man. Well, we we have to okay. We do actually have to apologize to the bicentennial man because <laughs> I know we've made fun of the bicentennial man before. We're always making fun of the and bicentennial, the bicentennial man. man. We I I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I did definitely think it that he is basically a Discord groomer because he uh, <laughs> because he he at the end he falls in love with like the granddaughter <laughs> of the girl that he originally fell in love with when he was like the robot right. butler. It's no, it's true. Yeah, he's a Discord groomer. He's he's like enter <laughs> enter the voice chat in my brain. I've got a robot brain. <laughs> you know, it happened. You know, listen. That's why we need to get rid of a. Uh, we need to go full. Uh, oh gosh, uh, who's it? We got to go Terminator on them. When I was you about say, to say Detroit become human, but that's an allegory. <laughs> no, and. <I'll, laughs> Also, if we went deep, deep to become human, we would have to run out of the room crying every time somebody said we were misogynist. <laughs> that's that's, the, that's well, the funny. I already, I already did that. If somebody in the chat right now said that I was a misogynist, I would just have to leave the chat. That's the funniest shit about that about that entire <laughs> thing is that David Cage got accused of being misogynist and he ran out of the court crying. No, For, no, no, no. I treat it's my not female too... character so well. Oh, he's so cool. He's the dumbest man on earth. He's, uh, he's like a French Damon Lindelof, if, if you ask me, I think. They're both the same kind of guy. Did they ever get to the bottom of a... Oh, God. Did they ever get to the bottom of the Elliot Page shower thing? Was that uh, in the court thing? I don't think that was in the court thing. I think it was just him being fucked. Uh, okay. I think it was just him being <laughs> just still, generally fucked. Yeah, uh, it's still one of those moments where, like, video, like, what the hell is going on with video games yeah, in in uh, in retrospect, it's weird that he didn't get uh, canceled and uh, run out of a court screaming like a decade ago. <laughs> just it just happened. Maybe it always just happens behind closed doors, and this was the first time it publicly happened. Yeah, it's we. I guess this is the first time it actually went to like a court proceeding. I guess right, is the right. Because Cass Harai did that to him at one point. Uh, did he make him cry? Uh, God. <laughs> uh, who's the guy who made Knack? I forgot his name. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Who Wait, is the guy that made Knack? Of... We've seen that guy a bunch before. <laughs> Who is the guy who made Knack? Look, I'm looking it up now. Knack guy. Knack <laughs> man. Knack. Uh, 
Okay, I typed in knack guy, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what that is? Oh, that's knack with a dong. Mark now, Cerny. If knack did run past a sex store, he could have, like, be made out of dildos, but have one where his dick would be. Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. Oh, God. Oh, Isn't he the... He's the, he's the fucking, uh, the guy that looks like, um, like the fucking uh, Dana Carvey. <laughs> He's the guy that was telling me about like 12D audio going into my brain. Right. Yeah. He looks like Dana Carvey's son's six boobs, Bill Clinton. Yeah. That's all we think about when we think of Dana Carvey is him with six bo- uh, six cow udders and a Bill Clinton pastiche, right? I usually think of uh, Wayne's World. Oh. Well, I'm built different. I don't... Uh, I'm anti Uber Eats, so I've deleted Wayne's World from my brain. Well, I mean, it's either Wayne's World or it's the Master of Disguise, obviously. <laughs> Pistachio Disguisey. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, that was a Happy Madison uh, joint. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, no, I didn't. But <laughs> I know we watched right. it. But it, I mean, it it does feel like it should be in that same universe. Alan. Yeah. What if What if Halloween came around this year and Hubie was prowling the streets of Salem? Massachusetts, when he hears the world's greatest disguise-based thief is coming to to Salem to steal some sort of goods. Uh, some sort Hubie of witch versus, artifact. Hubie versus the master of disguise. Think about that. That would be good. Um, can Hubie's magic thermos uh, fight uh, Fabrizio Disguise's Italian martial arts? <laughs> Could another 9-11 happen? <laughs> Could it, that's the only thing that can stop the master of disguise is 9-11. That's his weakness. <laughs> we have finished the two towers too. This sounds like the, this sounds like glass, like they're where they're building that tower in the background the entire movie of glass, <laughs> and they never actually wait, get to it at the end. Wait, wait, wait! I I never watched Glass. It's kind of funny because in Glass, um, Glass Samuel Jackson is basically pl- planning to blow up a tower with a bomb, and it's like the entire. I can do my next. I can do my next, uh, uh, my next, uh, Wonder Woman, um, uh, it joke and be like, if you wanted to watch glass, you just look out a damn window. So throughout the entire movie of glass, there's a bunch of like, <laughs> new... did it like that joke, but it, that it cut it. Uh, well, I'm looking at the <laughs> Wikipedia page. There's a thing <laughs> there's, so there's okay. like a thing that's like, this is the biggest tower in Philadelphia. It's going to be inaugurated today. And you think, Oh, Surely at the end of the movie, everybody's going to go to this tower and it's going to be like a big showdown. Never happens. Never happens. Um, also, quick quick note. Um, do you know who played young Pistachio Disguisey in The Master of Disguise? Who? Dylan and Cole Sprouse. D- fuck off. <laughs> okay, see, this is why I have this. Okay. Um, I'm... Russ? I'm Googling it as we speak. This is the power of video. We can all do this together. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the Google. Look at this. Uh, Hardman, uh, I'm the Knuckles one. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Look at this shit. They were both there for (laughs) 9-11. They were. Jughead was there for (laughs) 9-11. Oh, man. Um, Anyway. Do you, yeah, th- you know so, that kind of having a twin is like the ultimate disguise. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It is. Uh, what's a, uh, what's the Christopher Nolan movie again? Prestige. Uh, oh shit. Spoiler, don't listen to that. What I just said. That movie is like 20 years old. Like no, you, it doesn't matter. Uh, 
Hugh Jackman. Huge uh, Hey, speaking of uh, 20 years old, we have to go meet a character who's... Uh, From a movie that came out 20 years ago. 20 years ago and has never left us. Yeah, he's That's been right, with us everybody. this whole time. Okay, I'm playing the video. Okay. Okay. You see this shit? I'm, I'm looking at... There's a delay, so... You want me to hit oh, the... Alan! Oh, my image that I moved to a different folder isn't popping up. Oh, Alan! Oh no, uh, Alan! Hey, what's up, Wado? I'm, I'm, I, I will appear before you, Alan. I can't see you, but I can hear you. It's in my brain. Oh, Alan! I, I am coming. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, uh, no, no, not like you think like that. No, Alan. This sounds like some fucking no. Scarlet Nexus shit. You're in my brain saying you're coming. Oh, Alan, I will, re- I will arrive. I will return, Alan. Oh, you're, you'll no, keep... I won't. I am, I am having a hard time doing. Okay, let me delete. Uh, I, I have twenty seconds left to appear, Alan. You know, I thought you wouldn't be able to talk to me through your brain because, uh, you know, Jedi mind tricks don't work on Toydarians. Only money. <laughs> but maybe you're talking to me in your brain through money. Oh, oh, you know it, Alan. That's what I meant to say. I'm here. Oh, I finally found it, and now that. Eh. Oh, bye, Watto, I guess. <laughs> I guess Watto's gone. That it, didn't work very well. Does it ever work well? <laughs> it really did not work that well. For the listeners at home who weren't here for the Twitch broadcast, uh, Watto was supposed to appear and fly around and bother Alan and get up to all sorts of mischief. He did not pop up because I accidentally moved him to a different folder. Does uh, Watto live in your in computer my... now? <laughs> Watto is Cyber Watto now, by the way. I didn't know... Uh, should I do another Watto minute? Just no, to no, oh, more? go, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, your Watto just lives in your computer like Bonzi Buddy now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Mm-hmm. You can't get him rid of him um, if you wanted to. Um, but yeah, so I guess should we uh go on to our hottest segment? Oh, our hottest segment, Hail Caesar. Yeah, let me play the video for that. Oh fuck! Oh, here we are. Is Hail it, Caesar. <laughs> is it the Coen Brothers movie Hail Caesar? <laughs> no, no. No, you'll see. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, This is Hail Caesar. It's a segment named after our current number one, our hottest spot. Uh, I I actually have a review from Little Caesars this week. That's. This is they keep they've been cranking out new shit every month to keep me uh, to keep me uh, on my toes. It is this this time I got the Little Caesars pepperoni and cheese stuffed crust. And I know what you might be thinking. Well, what's so special about that? pepperonis in the crust oh my they put God. it's pepperoni and cheese stuffed in the crust um so have you ever had the the stuffed crust from little caesars before uh yes i have i think i've reviewed it on the show not the pepperoni proper yeah so i mean this is I, I'll, I'll say i mean it's not really functionally that much different than the uh normal cheese stuffed crust it's still that weird like string cheese cheese stick texture if you know what i mean right um it does just have a little like piece of pepperoni just kind of wrapped around the cheese stick that they stuffed in the crust which honestly is it's fine um my one complaint with this pizza and this isn't i guess this isn't really much of a complaint but i when i got it it was like piping hot fresh out of the portal um and it did kind of fall apart because it was too hot if you know sometimes when you get a pizza that's really really fresh it's still kind of soupy a little bit like it's like a, it, the dough hasn't solidified very much and it's like it's 
you have to let it cool down a little bit before you can eat it normally, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, so the first slice or two I had was like a little bit kind of falling apart everywhere. And I feel like maybe they didn't slice it that well, but the pizza itself was solid. Um, I will say this is the greasiest, one of the greasiest Little Caesars I've had. Um, right. Stuffing the crust I'm assuming with it like, it squirted like the eraser head baby when you cut it, when you like squeezed on it. Not so much it squirted, but just that the, the grease like subsumed, uh, in like it, right. it just kind of soaked into every little pore. Um, but it's good though. It was still good and it was still better than, you know, like a pizza hut or something. Um, and you know, I I can't complain. It was like, it's less than like 10 bucks or whatever the fuck. So, you know, right. What, what more can you, can you want? Um, but solid and pizza portal system. Every time I go to little Caesars, there's like a line out the door, uh, because I'm usually going like after work and everybody else is going, you know, like before they go home to their families to pick up a hot and ready or something, but nobody else is using this damn portal. I'm the only one that uses uh, the portal. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, listen, we're living in 3008. They're living in 2000 late. Is that the proper lyric? Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Um, the pizza portal. I want to live inside it. I guess America is living inside it right now with this freaking heat wave. Uh, yeah. Isn't it like a million degrees where you are right now, Russ? Uh, yes. I, well, I do live inside the pizza portal now. Yeah. I, that's what I was trying to set up for. That was the transition. Um, and little Caesars is here. We're not having a Watto minute. He's actually very shy when he's, he's, he's a classically trained actor and he doesn't like to improv. So mm-hmm. he's not going to show up, but little Caesars, little Caesar is here and I live with him and he's my roommate now. Oh, okay. Speaking of roommates, it says you had, um, you wrote down, you had dorm room pizza. Oh yeah. So I haven't eaten pizza lately. That's not of my own creation. I think people are sick of hearing about my pizza because they, they get so hungry knowing that they could that a slice of my stuff's out here. Well, it's like hearing people talk about their kids. It's like, shut up. I don't want to <laughs> hear about this anymore. <laughs> I do have a policy. Every time I hear a podcaster have their kid record a line and then show up on the podcast, I do unsubscribe immediately because I know the show is going downhill from there. But yeah, and, That's and not we're, a joke. we're both child free. <laughs> we're, we're childless freaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but but I will say that um, uh, uh, I I have in the past uh, uh, enjoyed some treats, and I made uh, that could you know. Anyway, let me start from the beginning. I have um, a beloved treat that I like to make late at night or early in the morning. Some easy, something simple, and since I've been making my own pizzas all the time, I've also been making my own sauce. And I have this all this extra sauce, and um, I I I will make a dorm room pizza, which is essentially you uh, fill a tortilla with mozzarella cheese and pepperoni. Oh no! <laughs> you, <laughs> that's not the reaction I wanted. I wanted like a wow, that's so smart, Russ. I told you about uh, my middle school biotechnology class pizza before, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you, you put the, the pepperoni and the mozzarella cheese in a tortilla. You fry that in a pan. I use a lid so it cooks through all the way. And then I, I dip that in my additional pizza sauce. And I got to say, it's a fun time. It's a good time. All the people judging me right now, uh, uh, sound off if you're not judging me and that actually is good and it sounds good. Uh, so because I need- for, to refresh the viewers, uh, 
uh, when I was in middle school, we had a class called biotechnology class, but it was never really that. It was just, we read, um, well, the original teacher, I think fell down some stairs at some point, but he just made us watch like old videos. So we watched like cool runnings and, uh, old yeller and stuff. And one, this, yeah. and in one day he just made us, he's like, we're going to eat pizza, everybody. And, um, it was just hamburger buns that he spread some um, like Hunt's tomato sauce on, <laughs> and 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 just sprinkled some uh, some mozzarella cheese, and then we put them in a toaster yeah. oven, and that was that the sounds pizza. like a great depression pizza. That doesn't sound like it does sound doesn't... like a, it does sound like a pizza that this old man who like you know was like sixty <laughs> or seventy years old or something he probably made back in like nineteen sixty, and like oh, and like man. that was what that was what the only pizza they had there because no Italian guy had moved to their town yet. <laughs> They had only heard about it in legend. They had to speak to bards about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you had to go. The only place in New York besides that you could get a real pizza was like, the only, it was New York. That was the only place you could get a real pizza. Everything else was just <laughs> yeah. fucking hamburger buns and bread that they put marinara on. <laughs> anyway, I'm a big fan. It's good to dip with. Don't, don't judge. Don't attack me. Well, I mean, it's like a cheesy you know, roll I'm, up. Yeah. I can see, I can see like a uh, like a, a Taco Bell doing that in a in a grave. Uh, I mean, like a they dire already situation. have the pizza slider at Arby's. You know that pizza slider. I, I I heard Mitch on Doughboys say that he liked his. Maybe mine. I've got have just been all cold pepperoni, and it kind of disappointed me. Um, I've enjoyed it the one or two times I've gotten it. See, I usually if I get a slider, I'm getting the buffalo chicken slider. Or I'm getting the fucking uh, roast beef and Swiss. You got me there. Those uh, I like the roast beef and Swiss with the little jalapenos dribbled on top. That too. Um, the sliders shockingly good. That that bread also is very fake and spongy and weird, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is very like. It does feel like it's made out of the same material that whatever a Taco Bell or a, a hamburger burger tastes like. Like oh, this weird fake bread shit. I don't know. It's good. It feels like it's made in an Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> that's the perfect way to put it. It does taste like it was made with a light bulb. It it, it feels like it. Um, you know the bread from uh from uh a new uh, what's the what's the fucking first Disney Star Wars called? Force Awakens. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. The the bread that the that uh Unkar Plut the one quarter portion the one quarter portion bread that she pours hot water on uh, um, and it Unkar Plut and it like foams up. That's what the Arby's uh, slider bread feels like. And that's you know, what my biotechnology the, pizza felt like, too. I just made an animation for the Watto Minute, but now I feel like I should make the Plut, the Plut Minute. Uh, we need to have something, we gotta have something like alliterative or, or something for Plut, the, the Plut portion. <laughs> the Plut platitude, and you'll share a bit of, of space wisdom. Oh, wow, just like Mei Ling. <laughs> just as beautiful as Mei Ling, too. I've got some, I've got some, not wisdom, but some, some, uh, Valuable information here for you and the, yeah, from, and the rest of the crowd. Yeah, this is stuff you gotta get in on, folks. Uh, a company will pay someone from every state to eat pizza for a year. The app Slice is looking for a team of pizza lovers to join its Pie Society, uh, which stands for Promotion of Independence Everywhere, as their state's resident head of pizza. The foodies will receive $1,300 over the course of 12 months to eat uh, cheese and pepperoni to their heart's content, and they'll even get an extra 500 on top to help with travel expenses. They're wanting you to just basically just go to a bunch of different like independent pizza places in your um, area and then like make content about them. I get it's slice right. like a, I don't know what the, what's this seems like a scam, but I don't know what the scam is. Right, right. I, I feel like uh, it's a trick, and we're gonna wind up in like slave Leia costumes for Pizza the Hut. Okay, I did you find 
I'm pulling up Slice. What's what's this? What's the secret? Slice is like a DoorDash, but for local pizzerias. It's just like a pizza exclusive DoorDash, I think. Right. Um, it's the Uber of DoorDash of, of uh, pizza delivery service. Yeah, so this is something that's um, they probably got like a billion dollars of venture venture capital, and that's what they're paying everybody for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There are two. Uh, I am looking at Slice. There are two uh, restaurants on Slice uh, that I can order from, um, and nothing else. So doesn't seem that great right now. Uh, so I also wait, hold on. They're saying thirteen hundred dollars for twelve months. So like a hundred dollars a month on pizza. How much pizza are they expecting me to eat with a hundred dollars? Uh, I guess that's enough to eat. Like, I mean, depending on, I don't know what they want. What do they want from me? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do you need to be like, do you need to eat the pizza in like a bikini or something? Like do you have to, well, you like must a, take the pizza pledge. You must uh, take the pizza pledge. You need well, ten... we've already taken a pizza pledge. Well, there's, a, there's this, I swear to try every pie to discover uh, where has the crispiest crust, the most invented toppings, and the perfect cheese-to-sauce ratio. I swear to right. spread the word in my state and beyond and never use a delivery app again for the love of independence. Uh, <laughs> fucked up. It's like Outer Haven, but for pizza. It, this is, we. I don't, it is basically a, they're trying to make like a, I don't understand why they're so. Isn't this just a delivery app, though? Yeah, I'm. It, it, I, yeah, I don't know. It does feel like. I don't know. It's like pizza propaganda, but that's what we make. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I have no qualms with having shared the good word of pizza my entire my entire podcasting. Well, career. first of all, we're we if we did this, we wouldn't be independent Sonic Pizza podcast anymore. So we not be true. allowed. Yeah, that's why we have not signed up for this, folks, and we never will. Never will. Even if you do send me a free pizza. I had a content creation kit to document my food love story, including a ring light and phone tripod valued at up to $2,000. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, hold on. What kind of ring light and phone tripod is $2,000? Ring lights are like $30 on Amazon and a tripod is also like $20, $30. What are you doing? This one like individualizes all your pores and then eliminates them through the power of light. This one uh, shoots a light into every single pore and it burns it out from the inside. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of burning, I've got, um, I've got a, a thing on uh takeout. What a four course meal at a weed pizza parlor looks like. Yes. I saw this. A reporter visited a restaurant that infuses THC into its menu and left in a haze. Um, this is, uh, a New York, New York city. Um, the restaurant stoned gourmet cannabis pizza has been selling food infused with dank stuff since 2017. And now that recreational consumption is fully legal, it's easier to slip by with it. Wait, so what were they doing beforehand? I don't know. Um, it's decorated like a stoner heaven with songs by Snoop Dogg playing on the soundtrack. What the fuck? Right. Um, Maybe pretty they epic. had a blimp or something for the, to serving the pizza in a blimp, but you know, or out in international water. How far is that from New York? I don't. How far do you have to say? Well, out? it's been illegal in Jersey, hasn't? Anyway, that was just within the last year. I don't know. Um, the four course meal has over 400 milligrams of THC. That's a shit ton. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. They also have uh, THC sodas such as Canicola and Orange Kush. I think I might have had the Orange Kush when I was in Portland. I, I've had a lot of weed soda every time I've went to a state where it's actually legal. Um, <laughs> right. The, four, the first course, ganja nuts. Uh, Are you sure you just didn't get some like mcdonald's sprite and just assumed it was laced with thc because it it hits that different neurons yeah 
Yeah, you 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 turned into the Drake. Alan, I wanted to tell you, you turned into the Drake robot for a minute. I did. Yeah, I turned into the Drake robot when I when I drank <laughs> that sprite. Um, the ganja knots are THC infused garlic knots with pesto, dosed with a hundred milligrams. The second course, ganja knots, fuck off. Anyway, not you. Just well, here's the other thing: is that like okay, it's it's just it, it's obviously just like weed infused butter that they've rubbed on the garlic knots or whatever. I've done a lot of cooking with like weed butter and. It's not something I would ever want to eat just straight up, right? Right, right. Like, because right. it, it still s- smells skunky, so, like, I wouldn't want to just, like, spread that all over my garlic knots. Like, it, anyway. Uh, second course, Sticky Icky Wings. Uh, featured battered and barbecued sauced wings with a dipping sauce, each wing clocking in at 25 milligrams. That, I think you could you could drown out the, the skunk taste in, like, a, you know, a sauce or something. Fine. Um... Third course is the pizza itself, four square slices, cheese, sausage, veggie, and pepperoni at 40 milligrams a slice, and then the dessert, the can of cannoli with a side of ice cream. <laughs> is, is it cannoli in a can? I hope it's a cannoli that you have to smoke like a blunt. <laughs> the, what is that, mascarpone cream or something in the middle? Yeah, it's some kind of Italian cream in there. Uh, Tony Soprano smoking one of those would have been a pretty badass. Did Tony Soprano ever smoke weed? I never got that far in the Sopranos. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. He definitely smokes a big stove quite a bit. May, I, I don't Famously. know. Um, I, if 400, 400 milligrams of like edibles, I feel like that's not, you're going to come out of there like feeling awful. <laughs> right, you're going to be right, like grinding right. your teeth and like, you're going to be like dying. Oh. Um, oh, I'm on the Italian lounge. Yeah, it's, well, first of all, have we ever, is there any Italian weed? <laughs> Are you saying, like, you know how there's, like, uh, apparently wine, the soil in France is supposed to be best for wine? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And if you grew, like, uh, Ital- uh, weed on, like, Italian soil, it would be like, ah, oh, it, it tastes like a Zinfandel. It would just turn up and turn, it would just grow into tomatoes or something somehow. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, uh, tomatoes are a nightshade, I think. In that family. Here's something that I wish that this would tell me is they don't tell me what fucking strains they're using for all of these. Oh, you know fuck, what I mean? Dude. Yeah, no. Like what? So, because uh, like, because uh, there's some strains that would be good for like a dessert. I feel like, and other ones I feel like are good for, uh, you know, more of a main course. For the can right. of cannoli, I would maybe consider going with something like a gelato, or maybe right. the purple Urkel. Um. <laughs> I've been I've been gone yeah. off that purple Urkel for for like a whole week now. That shit rules. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> if you want like a if you were like wanted an extra spicy wing and you wanted like oh I want my food to be even more challenging, would you just want it to be stems? Ooh, All yeah. Stems? Uh, yeah. That's what they should they should um they instead of like uh, the the instead of like the flour they just like roll it in a bunch of seeds. <laughs> They roll it in a bunch of yeah. seeds and dip it in the deep fryer. You know, you put cornmeal on the bottom of like a, a wood fired oven. You put like cornmeal on the bottom to like make sure you can roll it out and stuff. Just pure. Keith. I would definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, you know what? They should have uh, you know like the, the the shitty like Parmesan shakers that's just filled with Keef. Just let me sprinkle some of that on there. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I think we could run a much better weed pizza place than they could. Oh, I could I say. could run a, a in my sleep. Are you kidding me? And if anybody has works at a bank or or some sort of angel investor or wants to invest in us in any way, a shark tank. Reach out. Yeah, if Mr. Wonderful is watching And he's not mad about us killing him on our other <laughs> podcast. That's then... probably how he heard about us. He said, These 
his Ooh, legal department his legal department probably told him about it. Um, yeah, and oh, I don't want to get sued again. I don't want to have to admit in public that I'm in love with Rivet. And uh, well, you have to admit that you're in love with Mister Wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm just in love with him, Platonic. You know, I'm just in love with like you the love business of him and his. Well, I love that rise and grind mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you're always you're always being offered a choice between fifty dollars a month and a million up front. <laughs> I no, I I get zero. You, the reason I'm still poor is I've offered uh, Mr. Wonderful once a day will message me. I have, he'll send me a PayPal link and I can request any amount of money I want. And I always ask just a tip. <laughs> I, I put in, I say zero, and I put a. I just want a tip about business and making it. In the can you spend? You know can you mean? spend ten minutes talking to me over lunch about how to make money? <laughs> it's just like I'm willing yeah. to give you money right now. No. <laughs> And every time he has to do it, and he I, he doesn't like me, but he also likes my ethic. It's it's very different. It's very strange. Yeah, remember when he was gonna run for uh for like president of Canada or whatever the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure it was him, or it might have been somebody from Canadian Shark Tank, which is Dragons Den. But they had like after Donald Trump won in 2016, like the next year, they're like, hey, our friend Donald Trump won. Why don't one of our Shark Tank guys run? <laughs> you know, now Alan, I have to ask. Yeah. Uh, okay. So America, sharks, jaws. That makes sense. Is there something scary about dragons in Canada? Why the why the dragons den? Uh, because they live in the freaking Game of Thrones world up there. It's so snowy. Damn. The freaking northern northerners. Yeah. Well, anyway, the dragon the, the dragon guy uh, lost to the blackface guy. I so. mean, their leader is literally a bastard. He <laughs> is a bastard him. guy. Uh, adopted by a, a, another man, Castro. Fidel Castro. <laughs> Fidel Castro. Yep, <laughs> he's Fidel Castro's real son. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, what's uh, John Snow is. Uh, it all it all checks out. Well, yeah, yeah. Just like the the Castros are the real world Targaryens. That's what you're saying. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Raúl Castro. America- if you tried to if you tried to burn him alive, he would be immune to it. That's the thing. Ban- Banshee Net uh, in the chat says Americans are famously not scared of dragons. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are not scared of them at all because uh, we we captured them and we put their bones in a museum. They're called dinosaurs. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah. And, and, they, li- them. and they lived 6,000 years ago. Yeah. We're, we're fundamentalist Christians, by the way. Yeah. Uh, everybody actually, in America is. That's how it works. When I was on Twitch trying to set, a, set us to uh, podcasts, um, you know what I mean? If we set them... Uh, uh, I I kept trying to send set it to like spirituality and uh and discussion of a uh, inner inner peace well, with God. Or see Lord if we Savior. see if we had if we had a uh, dragon's den thing, it would just be the mud fossil guy is there just talking about the dragons he found in his backyard. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Like everybody in America thinks they've seen a dragon and they found its bones in their backyard. That's why we can't be scared. Right. No. It's just part of our culture. It's the same way we're not afraid of aliens because we've all seen one. We're not afraid of Bigfoot because he's real and we all know him. Uh huh. The Mothman. The rest of the world. <laughs> okay, I am scared of the Mothman. Uh, I, I mean, after the Persona games, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I am afraid of the Jersey Devil, but that's but I'm just afraid of most things from Jersey. Well, I'm afraid of the platformer game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm 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 famously scared of a jumping flash, that creepy robot fuck. Did I tell you I did get I saw my experience with playing the Jersey Devil game did feel kind of like a creepy pasta because I'd never heard of it before and then I found like a weird bootleg copy at a flea market one time. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I've never heard of this before. And I got it for like $5 because it's a flea market. And I played it and it sucked. But um, right. I could never find it anywhere else. It was never a blockbuster or anything like that because it sucks. Um, right. But anyway, uh, here's, here's a great cultural event. Speaking of uh, about American culture, uh, Buddy's Pizza, the iconic Detroit-style pizza chain, um, celebrates its 75th anniversary with special pizzas for Detroit Zoo animals. Nice. Yes. Um, there's some pictures here of some grizzly bears, wolves, foxes, all eating pizzas. Um, let's see. A grizzly bear named Boo manages to open a Buddy's Pizza box with a salad and bear chow crust fish and fruit pizza inside as his brother Thor moves in to try to get at it uh, at some. This this caption's written poorly. Sorry. Sorry, Detroit <laughs> Free Press. You suck. Um, but, um, so fresh vegetables and fish they put on the pizza. Wolves got a meat lover pizza. Arctic foxes got meat and fresh vegetables. Wait, why did Arctic foxes get vegetables while wolves got fresh meat? That doesn't check out. Um, I'm doubting this zoo diet. Um, also this pizza does not look like pizza. I'm sorry. If you yeah. scroll down, if you scroll down a little bit, you can see the thing that they fed the bears and like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I not, see what you're saying. This is not a pizza. This is like a, a uh, it tin. It's more like a pizza than one of that Goodfield chicken pizza we ate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it does kind of look like that Goodfield chicken pizza we ate. The keto one. Yeah, it does. It, it actually looks a lot like the pizza. <laughs> um, that's my first thought. I'm like, am I am I am I higher than an animal? And I went, no, I am not. I am yeah, lower than a bear would eat this. I would not. I have not devolved <laughs> enough from from this weed to to eat one of these fucking pizzas. <laughs> I would tear into it with my large incisors. Um, it's nice, I guess. I wish they could give a bear... Do you think they're afraid to give a bear too close of a real pizza? You know what I mean? Uh, like, they'll I'm, get them I'm hooked on it. i give a mouse a cookie, so, you know, I'm not gonna start giving a bear a pizza. Well, I feel like if you gave, if you gave wild animals a human pizza, then that would be the only thing they would ever want to eat anymore, and they would, like, right. break out of the zoo and go, like, break into a pizzeria. <laughs> You think that like a uh, rise of the planet of the apes would happen, but with all the zoo animals, you know, like run into dominoes and shit. I think it would be more like a, a Madagascar situation. Oh, uh, it would be more hijinks. You think there'd be more hijinks? Yeah. The, the, the giraffe would ask like, why are you white? Uh, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was uh... the thing? What was the thing recently that somebody, it was like somebody that like, I can't remember somebody that worked on a video game or like a manga or something said that they got inspiration from the penguins of Madagascar. Right. Oh my god, I know what you're talking about. It was a unit or a squad in an anime. Where who where did the uh it wasn't Dar Hetero, was it? No, no god no. That would be wild. <laughs> it would be pretty good if it was though. Yeah, yeah. Shin, Noi, and uh and the other ones, they're all the penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> what was it? it? Oh man, if somebody knows in the chat, please let us know. Somebody has yeah, to remember I'm that time that uh somebody that like worked on a manga or a video game or something. Manga author penguins of madagascar it's berserk it turns out the band of the hawk <laughs> was the was the penguins of madagascar it's true uh i'm just getting anime boy versions of the penguins of madagascar uh that's good we should definitely save that for uh <laughs> look at this one this guy these two fellas these two gentlemen are having a good time two two buddies pretty good pretty good Oh, is that well, two, I can't, I can't t- I, I know that one in the rights Kowalski obviously but uh 
No, it's true. Oh, it's Die Dark. It is Die Dark. It is. Okay, so you were very close. It, you, it wasn't Doro Doro. It's Die Dark. You're right. Okay. It is Q Hayashida. Fuck. I <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Uh, God damn it. Q Hayashida, biggest brain in manga. Always 10 steps ahead. Biggest brain in manga. Also, one of them's named Avakian, presumably after the chair of the American Communist Party, uh, Party uh, Bob Avakian. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that's it. Um, but so, comrade Q Hayashida, we salute you. Yeah, it's of been uh, it's been an honor, Mrs. Obama. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think it's time to move on to our coolest segment. If you're done looking at uh, Penguin Yowie. Oh, oh, of course, of course. Okay, let me play. Let me play the new video. Oh, uh, do you see it? Yeah, I mean, I'm watching the streams. So there's a little bit of delay, but okay. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, we're at Sonic News Views, Reviews, and Tudes. Shouts out. In, if, if you want to, I think we'll, I'll put an archive of this stuff on YouTube if anybody wants to see that, so. Um, um, huge news for Sonic's 30th birthday. First of all, how do you feel about Sonic being 30 goddamn years old? Um, you know what? I'm happy for them. Uh, <laughs> don't look at that. Uh, <laughs> um, Sonic at age 30, uh, he hasn't been divorced yet. He has no debt. He's he's as cool as it gets. He's cool as a damn cucumber. I'm I'm worried for his 33rd birthday, the Jesus year, where Sonic's oh, going to get no. crucified. Oh, no. Alan, don't say that. I mean, but he'll come back is the thing. <laughs> On the third day. And, well, also, he's faster, and also, if Sonic he... got crucified, it would be for all to save all of us. So Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, In many ways, that was kind of the end of Sonic Adventure 2 when he became a bit of a Jesus figure when he let himself explode to defeat uh But that's more Shadow. Well, yeah, Shadow in the final story. It's kind of like having two Jesuses, which is why the Sonic the Hedgehog world is better. Yeah, that is right, because we do have two Jesuses. We got Sonic and Shadow. (laughs) And kind of Knuckles sometimes. Um, Yeah. Huge news. Sonic the Hedgehog is a VTuber now. Um, Right. He... He was smiling and... Ask me about the pepperoni all the time. He is... Yep, he's... Oh, hold on. Ah, the pepperoni! (laughs) Pepperoni! Um, Oh. So, yeah, he... It was part of this stream they were doing for all this shit. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a continuous thing, but sounds like probably for, like, special events in the future, they'll be dragging out the uh, Japanese voice actor, um, uh, Junichi Kanemaru, uh, who's going to just be doing sonic vtubing i would like to see him do some vtubing like collabs and stuff right but Who, i don't think who's they number will. one who's number one do you want them to interact with well corona is probably his biggest fan <laughs> that's gotta be it that's number one with a bullet yeah obviously um, anybody who would tie in thematically uh germa <laughs> germa yeah and then sonic kills him <laughs> sonic kills germa that, that would be the highest rated stream in history uh that would be pretty good um, so I, it would be cool if he collab if he uh, collabed with a uh, fucking uh, Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah. Um. I. I what, hey, Alan. We even even said the the what people that we'd want them to you know we'd want him to collaborate with us. We're 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 kind of VTubers now. We're kind of VTubing as much as Sonic is right now. I think. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey guys, Sonic, come on to our stream. Shouts out, hang out with us. We'll revel in your presence, and we'll finally tell those DOS Ratchet boys to all fuck off. Yeah, they don't have fucking VTubers. Oh god, if they make yeah. if if Rivet starts VTube becomes a VTuber oh, though, no. <laughs> Russ, your bank account's <laughs> done like, for. 
yeah, it's over. It's gone. I'm like, I already spent seventy dollars on you, and yeah, I can't stop. You're gonna become <gasps> that. You're gonna become that guy that sent like a million dollars to like uh, some Twitch streamer, and then it sued her because uh, he jerked off too hard and ruined his keyboard. <laughs> yeah, no, that that will definitely happen, and I will sue her, the character, and I'll be the first person to ever legally challenge a, a fictional character. Um, I've got some, some, some great news. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is wrapped filming. Um, and, uh, as part of that, well, they took a picture, it wrapped filming in Hawaii, which, um, I don't, I think this is the first time we've heard that they were filming in Hawaii. Um, I'm guessing that's because there's a Knuckles tie in Angel Island, I'm assuming. Right. Uh, did they somehow lift all of Hawaii into the sky, like airlifted it and then, uh, set uh, the movie in that kind of presence. I would assume so. I'm assuming they are. Cause this has to be the most expensive and powerful movie of all time. Cause Sonic the Hedgehog kind of proved it could be done. And this will prove, I think this will be universal. Wait, Paramount. This will be Paramount's avatar. Can you, I mean, blue, uh, blue person. Can you click the, um, the next link in the Google doc that says uh, birthday cake explosion video? Yes, of course. Because the other thing they did is they celebrated Sonic's 30th birthday by exploding a big cake. I uh, did watch this, but I didn't know the context of it. I did not know it was the director of the movie. Yeah, it's not and, just some random guy in a backwards hat. It's the director of the movie, Jeff Fowler. Um, and he's, uh, okay, he's blowing up sense. a big cake. Yeah, just play that play that video for everybody to see. Um, there's also a very menacing Sonic mascot, mascot suit <laughs> yeah, in the background. He's doing the he's doing the fucking Kubrick stare. <laughs> also, I'm mad that like nobody popped out of the cake. Like it wasn't like a sexy Sonic or like a you know something they like that. Should have put Eggman in it, and so he could have exploded and died. Because they should have put Jim Carrey in there and killed him with the cake. I don't. I don't know. Amer- I mean, if you tried to explode Jim Carrey, he would just call upon his mask powers. That's true. That's true. God, can, I, I pray that uh, Eggman will never get the mask powers. Uh, I, I listen every day. I live in fear that <laughs> Dr. Eggman will become the mask. Well, I mean, somebody would have to stop him is the thing. <laughs> Nobody, somebody stop him. Uh, uh, anyway, um, oh, uh, it, I've got some, some scary the, news. You know what would be the worst part about it, by the way? Oh, I just yeah, want to say ahead. one last thing. It would make all the Sonic games rated M because he would start smoking. <laughs> so, That's true. Uh, and also... And then, uh, Kids wouldn't be able to play it. We also wouldn't be able to stream it because they uh, it would have Cuban Pete playing in the background the entire time. <laughs> I know that would be horrible. Oh, uh, speaking of which, why settle for one ridiculously over the top supervillain when you could have seven? Ladies uh, and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Sinister Six. Uh, the Sinister Six is back. What the hell from Spider-Man? No. Um, according to CBR.com, comicbookreview.com, one of the worst sites on the internet. Um, <laughs> the Deadly Six from Sonic from Sonic Lost World. Remember them, everybody? Oh, yeah. Zavik and the other one. Zavik, the guy whose name we have trouble remembering all the time. I'm I'm perpetually terrified of Zavik. Um, yeah, they're called the Deadly Six. They suck. Um, it, this is weird. Eggman's apprentice, Dr. Starline, um, has summoned them to his flagship, uh, and now they're locked up in jail, and they're going to let them out. I guess they're like the Suicide Squad now or something. Right. Um, 
I forgot how much I hate the rest of them. There's Zavik. Right. There's like a big blob guy, a purple guy, a sexy lady, <laughs> and then some other guy I can't see. A sexy um, lady who I think is doing duck lips. Is that the joke? I think that's the joke. This was this was like a game from ten years ago, so that's probably the joke. Right. Yeah. Um, that was the time where Link and Sonic were cool, and Yoshi and Sonic were cool, but Mario wasn't. You mean always? You remember that? I was I tweeted about that the other day that uh that there was Yoshi DLC and that there was a uh, um oh for Sonic you mean there was yeah for Sonic Lost World here they are for Sonic Lost World there was Yoshi DLC and there was a uh, Legend of Zelda DLC but there was no Mario DLC and what does that say about Sonic and Mario's relationship is all I'm saying it's it's it does make it it does throw into um to it it does kind of throw a different light on uh, the Olympic games. Uh, did he really want to be there? I forgot there was an e-boy. <laughs> there is an e-boy. <laughs> Look at this e-boy deadly six member. Is that fucking Nick Robinson? What's going on here? <laughs> Does it, is this a guy, a video contributor to Polygon? <laughs> is this, check this guy's DMs pronto. <laughs> we got to get on this guy. Jesus Christ. Oh man. What a little dick, man. He Gonna sucks. Destroy his ass. Oh man, I hate I hate these guys. Um, yeah, I'm glad I never knock be- off grimace. Look at this knockoff grimace. Yeah, I think I hate him the most. The big the big uh, do- goofy grimace right. looking guy. I also don't like the guy who looks like a parody of the Kung Fu Panda Dustin Hoffman character. Yeah, the just- the, the weird Fu Manchu kind of thing going on. <laughs> yeah, well, of course the 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 little red panda Dustin Hoffman character from Kung Fu Panda is a wise master who teaches all sorts of good lessons. As he was taught by Master Ugwe, the Turtle Man. Why do you know um, so much about evil, Kung though. Fu Panda lore? Uh, I'm a big Kung Fu Panda head. Shouts out to Kung Fu Panda. You know, as much as I love Jack Black, I never watched that. Really? I, I don't know if I've seen any Jack Black movie post Nacho Libre, because why would I bother? Really? <laughs> uh, Sonic Minecraft should be part of the news. I did forget about that, Banshee Net. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Um, there's so much Sonic stuff that came out and that one is very fucking weird and I don't actually know what it is. Did it come out? I tried to download it. I logged into, uh, Minecraft the other day and I was very confused as to where it would be. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like how he looks. Um, I do see. I think you have to make it yourself. I think. I think that's the thing. I think you have to believe in Minecraft in your heart and you'll be able to play it. I have to meet Herobrine in the game and get get this DLC from him. Um, It is definitely, it is definitely there. It's, um, it looks weird. I was hoping that if they did anything, it would be like their Sonic, like the springy things or like, uh, like cool loops and stuff you could build in normal Minecraft or whatever. But no, it's just like Fortnite Weezer Island shit. Like it's just a little, (laughs) it's Fortnite Weezer Island. If you make them two kind of properties that are probably equal in stature in my brain, nineties wise, it might be Weezer and Sonic the Hedgehog. I would say they've had about an equal track record. Um, Probably. (laughs) This is all a joke, by the way. We're all laughing and joking because we're the inner number one independent Sonic slash pizza. Well, I love Weezer famously. (laughs) You're a Weezer fanatic. You ride the Wivers Cuomo. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're on the kayak of life and you're riding on the Rivers To the island in the sun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, it was was the Jeff Keighley game day thing that, that, um, the... Those lovable lads from Weezerton played a hot new track that was streamable. 
I'm so fucking Weezer just seems like every time I turn around, like they have a new album or like a cover uh, out or something like what are they? What's (laughs) up with these guys? They're just doing it to spite you. They are doing it to spite me. Um, is it just because Rivers doesn't like? Doesn't he have like like college students to go hit on or something? Like, what's he doing? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, I'm just every time I turn around, there's like a different Weezer. Like they did a they did a cover at the Tiny Desk. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you just cover the Joe Biden song that we all love? We, <laughs> that's all we want you to do. Uh, yeah. He yeah. It's I don't know. Rivers pisses me off. Um, remember that time he like did his first album? He's like, I'm going to Harvard now. What a goofus. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I literally know nothing about Weezer. They were on guitar hero, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they were in rock band. I know that because that's how I, uh, learned all the lyrics to say it ain't so. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wrestle with Jimmy. Um, I've got a dude this week who is definitely oh. not a loser and is cool actually. Um, I want you, the, the name of this character is Nicapion Mace. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, is this a Ken Penders joint? Yeah, this is a Ken Penders joint. You might not be able to tell from the name cause it's kind of fucked up. Um, but uh, this well, is a, for future, if we do this again, I will definitely set up a, like, who's that Pokemon? Uh, uh yeah. Who's that Pokemon? That's actually not a bad idea, but, um, more like, uh, um, we'll set up one of those like bet things. Will Russ get anywhere close? We should do to that. what this actually. Yeah, because uh, this this name isn't leaving a lot to my imagination. Well, I want you. Maybe it'll help you if it's Kneecapion and then in quotation marks kneecaps mace. Ooh, I was gonna say like a chameleon who wore like spats and shit. Oh. You're um uh, you're wrong in in our all all things. It is um it is he's an echidna. He is the son of Lar- uh, La- I thought he was a wisecracking mobster. Okay, and I don't know how to pronounce this name. I don't know if it's Laura Lay or Laura Lee. I'm assuming it's Laura. Uh, it's uh it's uh Laura from uh, Hundred Gex. I'm assuming that was the uh, um is the son of <laughs> son of her and Windmocker. I don't know who Windmocker. Windmocker. Um, the second husband of Lorelei and the stepfather of Knuckles. Um, this is Knuckles' half brother, Kneecaps. I didn't know this was a thing. Okay. Knuckles has a half brother named Kneecaps. Uh, he is an and so there's two different versions of him. In the main continuity, there's he was the rather energetic infant, extremely attached to, with his parents and fond of uh, Knuckles, who enjoys hitting on the head with a rattle. So he's sort of a um like a, a, bam, a, bam, a bam, bam bam. He's sort of a bam bam character. Um. You know, uh, when I connect two franchises in my head, it's Sonic the Hedgehog and the Flintstones. Yeah, there's a bunch of, uh, there's some lore here about uh, after the kids were brought back from the Twilight Zone. Yeah, Fred Flintstone hates women and Sonic loves and respects women. But past that, basically the same franchise. So how much did you read of the the dark and gritty Flintstones reboot? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, Did you get to the part where they... I've definitely seen the panel where, um, they were... Uh, Fred goes like, "We did a war, Bond." Okay, so exactly we about that. So the the he's like, "No, we committed a genocide, Marty, or whatever that was." <laughs> I mean, it is this almost the exact same panel as Sonic forget what the uh, what. That's why they call was. it war. <laughs> That's why they call it war. Um, okay, dude. So in the Flintstones comic, 
they were part of a war against the forest people um, who were just like some cave people that lived in the trees and the forest and stuff. And right. Bam Bam is actually an abandoned like forest no. kid that Barney adopted um, like after he like burned their house, like their village that to the rocks, ground or something. Down. They adopted <laughs> Bam Bam. And that's why Bam Bam only knows the words Bam Bam and is in, in, like an un, unusually strong is because he's actually a forest person. That rocks so hard, dude. Um, pretty good. Pretty I'm good. secretly hoping that they were planning on like a Hanna-Barbera extended universe and Bam Bam is actually like an alien race that Space Ghost fought at one point. Well, now that might happen in this new fucking Jellystone cartoon on HBO Max. Anything could happen in Jellystone. Anything could happen in Jellystone. And it's a sad, it's a shame we're gonna have to watch every single episode of it. It is so funny. Okay, listen. Je- Jellystone looks okay. I like C.H. Greenblatt. I, it is funny that the comics went one route, which is like these weird, vaguely political comics. Yes. And the cartoons are like, okay, we're just going to make everything SpongeBob now. We're going to do CalArts, uh, Yogi Bear. and <laughs> We will do CalArts to you. We will do CalArts to you. Um, it doesn't, I don't think it's actually CalArts style, whatever. <laughs> but um, it's, I would, I do want, I wish they would just do, like do animated shorts, like an anthology series based on their edgy comics. About like right. about you know like fucking uh, uh, Snagglepuss being a Tennessee Williams type character. <laughs> that is so good. That, is that so shit funny. ruled. Or like, um, well, they had the DC crossovers too, where it was like Elmer Fudd was hunting Batman and shit like that. Yeah, no, that stuff was uh, good. Um, listen, I think they should commission Alan Moore to make a uh, a new Watchmen, but specifically of the Hanna Barbera universe. God, yeah. If he could give the Hanna-Barbera universe the Miracle Man treatment, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there is another version of, of kneecaps, um, the future version, the 25 years later uh, light Mobius version, um, where he uh, grew up and uh, he's kind of like a, a Goten, if you, if you if that makes any oh, sense. Of course. Um, so it, I think he's, he's just like a smaller version of, of, uh, of Knuckles. However, there is a very interesting information here um, about this future light Mobius version of Kneecaps. According to Ken Penders, Kneecapion was meant to be gay. Fan reaction to this was mostly negative, if only for the fact that his handling of the character in the Mobius 25 years later stories was seen as incredibly misleading, in which he was seemingly portrayed as a ladies' man, to which Julie Sue had to warn him not to flirt with a married woman at Laura Sue's unveiling. However, Ken has gone to point point out that Julius would never refer to the gender of those that he was likely to flirt with only mentioning individuals who are married and that she could have easily been referring to any male guests who are also married. So Ken Penders just did a, well, actually um, you were the one who was being a bigot. Actually. <laughs> Ken Penders, you know what? You, you'd think that maybe he doesn't have anything to stand on, but you know what? He got their ass. He Phoenix righted them. So now they have to shut up forever. He did. He did. Um, he, he beat them with facts and logic. Yeah, just like uh, Joe Biden, his hero. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. Um, Come on, man. I think, you know what? I think that uh, Mobius 25 years later is what he is kind of hoping the Biden presidency is going to achieve. <laughs> that's true. I think that's, he wants this this, uto- this utopia world that's kind of like basically the same as the existing world, except everybody's just uh, less sad all the time. Right. Nothing, oh, not much course. has really changed. Everybody just has kids and they're less sad. Um yeah, that's that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and also, Laura Sue is there. That's the other thing he wants. He wants Joe Biden to make Laura Sue real. 
It's going to happen. Yeah, he's, there's a lab, multiple, you know, just under the earth trying to create the real Lara Sue. And that's why the comic hasn't come out yet. Has he released the Lara no. Sue Chronicles oh, God, yet? No. no, nothing's ever come out for that. He said like a million times, like, I'm going to make an app that I'm going to put the comic on. And it's never happened. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Laura Sue was, uh, had a relationship or uh, it was teased a relationship with Argyle, the son of Vector, <laughs> the crocodile? <laughs> no, but, uh, um, it shows that there's hope out there for me. Well, cause oh, you, my. cause you think you're a Vector kind of guy or like a, yeah, I am a bit of a Vectorish kind of guy. You're just looking at these great pictures of, of Laura Sue on Google, huh? You know, Laura Sue's looking a little rivetish here. I'm not going to lie. She is <laughs> basically a rivet. Have, yeah. Does Kid Benders have grounds to sue for over rivet? He might. He might. He might just do it. I, God damn it. I don't think so because I don't think anybody in the Laura Sue Chronicles looks like any other character that's ever been drawn. Um, <laughs> they barely look it's like a not made by a human. No, yeah, it's they, they have like a weird... They don't have bones underneath their skin, I think. Right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe they take place in an alternate universe where being, all beings are based off uh, invertebrates. Did you ever, uh, to defend Ken Penders, which what, so one of us has to, you know what I mean? Always, yes. Because we're balanced. journalists. We take both sides. Uh-huh. Are we journalists? I forgot. We're a centrist podcast we're, at the very least. If we are a centrist podcast, which is actually the kind of the bravest and most punk rock kind of stance to make. Uh-huh, especially these days with the radical left. Yeah, these freaking Bernie brothers trying to freaking wreck, wreck our They're enforcing time. their purity po- politics on Ken Penders. <laughs> purity politics, Ken Penders. Yeah, yeah, they're doing they're doing critical knuckles theory to me. <laughs> I like critical echidna theory. I, that is, you know, I feel like Ken Penders did basically create some sort of critical echidna theory because everything he wrote <laughs> was like a weird like uh, history of the echidna people. Right. It's, like, it's the only part of the Sonic lore he gave a shit about was just like the Echidna people history. Right. Of course. Yeah. Which he, which he should have because, uh, you know, it's people want to know about this. Yeah, they're good. It's good. We definitely want to know about, um, every single ancestor that Knuckles has ever had and how most of them are <laughs> evil cyborgs now. And we want to, we want a graphic depiction of them fucking. Yes. That more than anything. <laughs> that <laughs> more, more than, than anything. anything. Um, uh, alas, the world was not ready and hopefully in the Lara Sue Chronicles, he can finally change that. Maybe hopefully one day. Um, I guess that's, we've come to the end of the episode. Should we ask the chat for questions or yeah. If anybody's still in the chat, if we haven't driven any, anybody away, does anybody have any questions? If anybody hasn't been driven to madness by having to listen to this in real time. (laughs) Yeah. You are kind of staring into the void. I wonder, maybe we did lose it all. Alan. Uh, no, we still got at least six or seven people. They, uh, ask us a question. We'll we'll answer anything and everything. Uh, you guys can finally see how much book. how little we edit out of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, color palettes. That's a great question, Russ. How did you decide on yours? Uh, how I decided on mine is I uh, I was trying to think of what would it be a hideous color for a recolor. Um, uh, a lot of it has to do with like I was trying to admit, remember when I was a kid I was really into uh sprite comics. Mm-hmm. Like a very lonely 12-year-old would be. I was very into Bob and George and a uh, nuclear theater. That's not a joke. What is that? And and uh What's what's Bob and George and nuclear theater? <laughs> Bob and George. Alan, we don't have time. Hey, listen. 
now that we have the streaming set up, I've had this dream of doing a stream where I just read bad web comics with you. Bob and George, prime candidate. Um, anyway, it was a Mega Man Sprite comic that was really bad and not funny. <laughs> I think it was written by like a ninth grade physics teacher or something. Okay, I'm and in. It was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like bad puns every it was like a daily comic strip it was insane it, okay. it was not so cuckoo bananas i want to we, we should definitely read that and then the bleedman works ah, bleed we'll make that a patreon call we're gonna force we're gonna well i don't know if up. i don't know if a twitch would let us stream some of the bleedman's art <laughs> well we just can't read his original one the the candy the candy one candy battles candy fight I don't know. Wasn't there a comic about like the about Frankie from uh which one am I thinking? Wasn't there a weird comic about Frankie from uh Foster's Home? Or is that somebody uh, else that made a horny comic about her? Yeah, I mean there's the famous bimbofication one. That no, might be the one the I'm one thinking where, of. The one where the kids this was an official printed comic that uh wait what? Wait, this what? was an official Foster's Home comic where it was children emit oh sugar bits. Maybe one day we'll get around to sugar bits, fucks. <laughs> sugar bits. Oh boy, it sounds bad just saying it out loud. Do you think Bleedman's mad that there's going to be an edgy CW Powerpuff Girls where they fuck? Oh, uh, he's going to go full on Ken Penders on them. He is going to go. He's going to try to make his own Laura Sue Chronicles. Oh, man. Uh, um, yeah. uh, let's see here. Uh, other questions in the chat. Uh, Alex asks, can you talk at 1.5 speed for a second? Because that's how I normally listen to podcasts. Uh, no, um, no, I, I don't. Can we? I don't know if we can. Uh, probably not. I, I can't go Scatman mode. <laughs> we, well, we all want to live in the Scatman's world, but we ain't there yet. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Here we go. What What would be the worst or wildest side effect of Chainsaw Man getting an anime? Um. Somebody's gonna go to jail over Makima. Somebody's gonna go to jail because of her. So, something Makima will related will happen, and America is not ready for it. It's gonna. It's something, something bad's going to happen. Somebody's going to become a dog in real life. Um, I think, I think that's probably it. I think people, well, you know, I thought that people were going to freak out and get too horny over the Nagatoro anime, but I think so much other stuff was happening that it kind of, well, it depends if it, if it winds up on Crunchyroll, America will never be the same. If it, if it's on Funimation, nobody will ever know. That's true. Yeah. Only the real heads are going to watch it on Funimation. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, well, the website for Chainsaw Man is chainsawman.dog. So I think they know what they're doing. <laughs> they they are, they're a very powerful people. Well, you know, the, the, the author, the, the, the creator of the manga was somebody told him like about like, Hey, do you know, like people want to like, they're in love with Makima. They love her so much. I said, you guys need help. Like stop reading my comments. Like, <laughs> go away. It's true. It is true. They, they do, do need, need help. help. America is a sick country and we're, we're freaking, we love it though. Yeah, that's the thing. Are, is that we, America's we country. We talked dogs. earlier about the animals eating pizza. Where the animals eating the pizza? And Makima fan art is that? Yeah, that is true. We are America is the most sycophantic little evil country of, of little worms, <laughs> and and we yeah. are we all just are dogs that want that want a big strong lady to uh, to boss us around. Right. Yeah. Which is how? Why didn't she win, Alan? Twenty sixteen. She would win if you vote for her. <laughs> yeah, she would have won. Uh, victory victory makima leans in leans in and speaks into denji's ear you will never you'll never be as important as me i'm so mad that i just put that to record by the way because if i compared you know who to makima people will kill me with a gun 
You know, I think if 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 Hillary had the ability to to like uh, no wait, if she had the ability to like erase things from people's memories and stuff like that, she would do it, right? Yeah. At least <laughs> with Ben Gazi, Bill's a funny hillbilly. Yeah, people would still think that he's uh, funny and does uh, saxophone stuff all the time. Yeah, he's friends with the. Uh uh you know all sorts of great funny characters she would just be she would just like uh instead of the, the famous photo of him on the plane with epstein to be like mac tonight is like hanging out with <laughs> yeah he's hanging out with mac tonight it's just like he's playing the saxophone and mac tonight's on the piano it's like well damn this oh, guy's yeah, cool of course we all remember the 90s when when mac tonight took bill clinton to grimace island <laughs> yep yo you don't want to hear what went down on grimace island the, the pyramid on Grimace Isle. <laughs> the Hamburglar has been killed in prison. Oh no. <laughs> the Hamburglar couldn't have killed himself. It's weird. The Hamburglar had a tattoo that said, that said <laughs> if I die in prison, I didn't kill myself. <laughs> it, the, well, he did say if the, if the McDonald's uh, fake Big Mac coupons weren't reached, uh, 50,000 in value he would suck his own dick yep he did he did say that (laughs) the hamburger did live in uh in spain for a while but got caught by the uh the uh um uh what is it the mayor uh, officer big bank authorities Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh they were they busted him because he had some offshore uh some offshore mcdonald's collectible cups (laughs) yeah he was keeping them in a locker under the ocean yep uh, he, he forgot oh, to pay his man. taxes on those. How many how many uh, McDonald's collectible cups do you think you have sitting around, Russ? Uh, I just uh, I uh, the only ones I ever bought as a kid. I okay, there near the place I grew up was like this famous vintage McDonald's that had like the jukebox and like motorcycles hanging off the ceiling. <laughs> you went to the like Rockabilly that. McDonald's. I went to the Rockabilly McDonald's and I got a like Coca Cola novelty glass. From that now, who put out the sh- novelty Shrek collector cups? Oh, I don't know about that. I know I've seen the cups before. Let's see. Let's see how much they're worth. Oh, now these are Shrek the Third. They were McDonald's Shrek glasses. No, but that's Fergus Farkle and Felicia. <laughs> oh no! Well, you're always searching for <laughs> Fergus Farkle and Felicia on eBay. Right. I'm looking... Well, okay. It's more like I'm looking for wifey to make my own Fergus Farkle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't remember who made the Shrek novelty cups, but I still had one somewhere at some point, and I think it broke. The, the I don't... I, we had some cups for McDonald's, but I, I can't remember... I think it might have just been like a... It's a fucking Lion King. It was some Disney property, like a Disney animated movie. Um, but the most, the, the, aside from like the, the Burger King, uh, Pokemon gold cards that came in the Pokeballs, you remember those? Right. The only other thing I remember having is I have a little Yoda figurine that I got from Taco Bell, uh, for like yes, episode I one. I love those. Yeah. I was so bummed that Taco Bell stopped making toys after that because like, and that was, I was such a picky eater. I didn't eat Taco Bell at the time. I know that's insane to say, but I was an insanely picky eater as a kid, but I made my parents go to Taco Bell just to get the the uh star wars uh, toys yeah star wars toys and i didn't i had the what was it the star wars episode one spaceship taco bell toy let me it's the one that they ran through the uh blockade with 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he did the Holdo maneuver. The Holdo maneuver. Yes, of course. That's not what he did. Oh, <laughs> uh, what I would. Oh, I'm playing the audio. Where's the Yoda, though? Maybe it was like, Here they are. It couldn't have been an Attack of the Clones Yoda toy. No, it's right there. I see it. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not the one I had, though. I, I had this little ship here. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did I tell you I used to be scared of Jar Jar when I was a kid? <laughs> I love Jar Jar. I slept with a Jar Jar toy. I Before I saw the movie, I was scared of Jar Jar because I would see, like, the masks of Jar Jar at, at like, toy stores. And those are terrifying. Oh, God. I, I, I didn't I mind when he was, like, a little tiny figure or when he was in the movie, but I didn't like that there were, like, big scary masks you could put on. Oh, my God. Well, it's kind of like when, when, what Slava, uh, when Slava Zizek said about when uh, he was, like, playing with his son and he put on a mask. And he's like, well, no, it's me. And he's like, and then he realized, ah, when I put on a mask, I become a different person. And I don't like when people become a, a Jar Jar. That's, I think, what I was afraid of in, in subconsciously. No, it's true. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, somebody in the chat, uh, Aka Saka Spicy, Jar Jar... Does look what like a basilisk from Dark Souls in 2D. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Basilisk Dark Souls. Jar Jar does look like he came from, like, um like the fishing village from Bloodborne oh, or something. Of course, I know this fucking guy. The guy who, like, turns you into stone. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that yeah, motherfucker. I mean, the guy that gives you a curse. He would definitely stick his tongue on a pod racer connector bolt of light. Yeah. And uh, go, oh! Yeah, <laughs> don't do your Jar Jar voice. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought the Alan usually has to edit that out. So when we do it live, it's a little scarier. Yeah, that is the only thing I edit out is uh, all of <laughs> all of Russ's uh, other Star Wars voices. You're only hearing a third of the podcast because the rest of it, which is so funny because we have a segment dedicated to Watto, and Alan is a hundred percent fine with that. But that's just because Watto isn't offensive. Yeah, Watto. There's nothing offensive about Watto. I don't understand. I don't know anything wrong with Watto. No, nothing's wrong with him. Um. Okay, I guess uh, I guess that's it. Unless we have any other last minute questions, but I think uh, I think we're wrapping it up then. Uh, Russ, you you got anything else? No, I, I have nothing. Uh, I guess uh, plugs. Uh, follow the podcast at Hogcast SD on Twitter. Uh, though the BGM uh, for this uh, stream is uh, Hard Mint and Autobite. Um, thank thank you. We love you. Um, uh, I'm at uh, Findom Merle on Twitter. Russ. Piss Goblin. Yes. Um, should we be watching iCarly sometime soon? <laughs> I keep. I saw the iCarly thing in the in the recommendations on YouTube uh, that, that you got there. And I, I, oh, everybody's gonna see the shit that I look at. <laughs> it's just all. It, there's Fred Figglehorn. You watched all four hours of the Fred Figglehorn documentary. <laughs> I did watch all. Of course, I did. And I uh, the first movie recommendation is immediately Avatar. <laughs> Well, normal, yeah. That's what it yeah, would be. I would be surprised if it wasn't. I'm glad that I'm not screencasting mine because it would just be uh, VTubers and then. Uh, well, I mean, look down here. Uh, yeah, I, it would just be VTubers and then like uh, guys soy facing and holding lizards. Like that's the I only don't thing. Even I was... like Scott the Waz. Why am I getting Scott the Waz in here? You're getting you're you're getting fucked over here. We're we're roasting Maybe. your ass. Um, no, no. Yeah, you got you you got to go in incognito mode next time. Um, no. Well, I guess um, probably the next episode is going to be the one that we uh, record at my house, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Probably. God um, willing. Yeah. Um, so uh, look forward to that. I don't know if we'll probably we might figure out something with the stream, but 
don't know. Uh, but until next time, I guess, uh, live and learn. Live and learn. <laughs>